welcome everyone to Emotion Monday. I don't know why it feels like this is brighter than I want it to be, but welcome to Emotion Monday. <laughs> it is a Monday again. And uh, for those that have not uh, been on uh, Emotion Monday before, what happens in our flow through this is that we uh, go through a blog, walk through a blog that I have written. And then that is where I speak from. And the purpose of Emotion Monday is kind of a play on words for emotion. E is electronic motion, motion. So this is a day of the week that may be difficult for some, but then hopefully what is said here, what has, uh, what will be ministered here will help someone push through and give them a push for the rest of their week. And my hashtag is let the healing begin. And that's exactly what we're about to do. All right. <laughs> so welcome again. Welcome to my podcast. Uh, audience that will be listening to this. And I want to forewarn <laughs> my podcast audience uh, what may happen tonight or what you may hear, um, because God has placed this uh, discussion so heavy on my heart. Uh, there probably will be prayer that goes forth and that, um, you know, there will be heavily language. <laughs> so just bracing my podcast for that, even though sometimes I believe some people may try to stifle that. But um, the reason that I'm here is because of the spirit of God. And I'm not here on my own accord. I'm here because God wants me to be here in so much. I'm, I usually get, I don't know why I get so sleepy before it's time for me to get on here. Like I didn't work today. I was off today and I just get so tired before I get on on Mondays. It just comes out of the blue and hits me like a ton of bricks. And it was really kind of it gets difficult to get ready for this. But I know God wants me to push forward and push this. And this is a word, um, a blog for somebody. And just, you know, the, in the title is even interesting. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. Now, I know y'all. this probably reminds you of the, the Monica song, you know, don't take it personal. Um, I That's how God brought it to me in a song. Uh, he brought it to me. You know how she said, don't take it personal. You know, I just want to be alone and you think I'm doing you wrong. I believe sometimes some people may take it personal, your growth. You know, what's needed for your growth sometimes requires you to be in a different space with God for you to kind of take that space, you know, that journey and that walk with him. And, you know, some people take it personal. Well, what's going on? I didn't talk to that person. And it's not that it's just that sometimes that your transformation, your evolution requires that. And it's just for a season. It's not forever. It's for a season. And, you know, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you know, we all have to face, you know, God at judgment by ourselves. He's going to ask you, what did you do with your time? What did you do with the time that you had to get in my face? Did you um, hear my instructions? He's going to be asking you those questions. Your friends are not going to be with you. Your pastor is not going to be with you. It's going to be between you and God at the end of the day. So it's best to be obedient to that. And I'm going to uh, go ahead and pull up my blog. Like I said, who has read this blog? 
Who has read this blog already? This is, I would say this is one of the uh, powerful ones. I just felt it. I just felt it in my belly that this is for someone. And I even got a confirmation of it just from a conversation you know, that I had that, okay, this is where we need to go because a lot of people um, may be experiencing this in this season. So let me go ahead. Uh, don't take it personal. So are you aware that your desire to grow and your desire to evolve may offend others? Good evening. Good evening for those that are coming in. Thank you for speaking to me as you come in. <laughs> I can't see who's a comment unless you gave StreamYard permission uh, with this thing. I don't know why I don't work for groups. If it's on your private page, it'll work, but I don't see who's uh, commenting. But hello. Good evening. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, how many of you have you know, felt like you had to be in a space with God. Um, like I need to hear from God. I need to fast. I need to pray. And people around you may have become offended, you know, may have thought that you were acting funny, that you were just, you know, really just kind of, you know, like I said, acting funny, being fake or whatever. You know, I, I believe a lot of us have maybe went through that when it came to evolving and God into a difficult process. You know, Jesus went through a lot. You know, but we'll get into that. Uh, personal development is indeed personal and many won't understand, but it is vital for your purpose. It is vital for your personal development is vital for your per for your development. Because if you don't go through that development, you don't allow God to, to mold you. You know, it's, it's you're not going to go in purpose right you know, you're gonna, um, like I said before, you don't want it to be a curse where God, where you're going, where God wants you to go. You know, it's best to be prepared. It's best to be in line spiritually because sometimes it doesn't even matter if you're prepared. Sometimes God will put you there, you know, because it ain't about you. It's about the other people and what, how he's using you and what he's doing. You know, he, he, he can do it. You're a tool. You're a vessel, but I always say, I don't want it to be a curse. I want to be prepared. I want God to uh, equip me for the purpose. So it won't be a curse. So it won't be such, feel like such a heavy burden. All right. So I know for some of you reading this, you may hear the song. And I talked about this earlier uh, by recording artist, Monica, don't take it personal and can hum some of the lyrics to the song. She states, don't take it personal. I just want to be all alone and you think I treat you wrong. Do anybody know that song? <laughs> now we know this song. Now we know this song is not about Jesus, but this is how God brought the subject of this blog to me. I don't know if any of you guys, if God relates to you or talks to you in songs, it doesn't even have to be Christian songs. Uh, sometimes he speaks to me through secular songs, you know, and it could just be just the title. It don't even have to be what the song is totally about. Um, it could be just the title. And then, you know, he ministers to me from there uh, to address the battle of people misunderstanding. Or so he brought the subject of this blog to me to address the battle of people misunderstanding or taking personal of your growth process. All right. See, God witness you do. You know, I'm talking. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just felt so strongly 
writing this and wanted to speak on this because a lot of you, and I may be jumping ahead of, you know, really tr getting into this blog. A lot of, I, I just sense just so strongly, a lot of you are afraid to grow because of people's opinions, because the, the comfortability of where you're at is comfortable, it's functional. I can do this and God wants to do something different. God wants to do something different. A lot of you guys are afraid to grow because people around you are taking it personal. You don't want to offend people. You want your friends to be your friend. But sometimes you have to let them know you can't take this personal. You can't take this journey personal. It's not about you. It's about me being prepared and aligned for my purpose. And this is pretty much for you guys that, that just need to grow. Those that have creativity backed up in you that you can't, you don't even want to let it out because you feel like it's going to offend people. And this is what God wants you to do. All right. And you know, it hits me before I go and tell y'all, you know, it took me a while to get to this place, um, you know, of courage and confidence in God. And what it took was Spending quality time with God, spending quality time in his word, not it being regurgitated from someone's mouth, but me getting into the word of God myself and, you know, it the, the truth unveiling with the with the help of the Holy Spirit explaining it to me. And that's where God wants to get us in this season. Um, he's in this place where he's, he wants to develop so many of you. Um, so then that you can understand your purpose, understand why it's imperative for you to be in that moment right now. Time is running out and I'm not talking about the end of the world or anything, but I'm talking about because people are suffering. People are suffering because you refuse to grow. People are suffering because you don't want to get out of your comfort zone. People are suffering. You know, people need deliverance. People need to be healed. And because we don't want to get in that space because of people, because we care what people say, that is not uh, acceptable in this season. And some of you may be feeling that 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 uh, pressure, that push to get in position. All right. So before I even say, listen, this was so good. I couldn't wait to get on here to, to talk about this because I just felt, feel it just so strong in my spirit that some of you guys are just afraid to grow because of people. And I, you're going to hear me keep on saying that. Don't be afraid to grow because of people, even people that are in proximity to you, friends, it don't matter who it is. Don't be afraid to grow and follow the direction of God. So you may ask, how can someone be offended with growth? Growth is a great thing. Growth is indeed a great thing, but the process is not always pretty. If you think about the growth cycle of plants and things that grow in nature, the seed planet has to actually die before sprouting roots. Y'all know where I'm going. I'm going somewhere. As I just said that, I'm going to read it again. If you think about the growth cycle of plants and things that grow in nature, the seed planet has to actually die before sprouting roots. Let me put a pin in that fact alone. We will all have to die in order for our purposes to sprout. We all will have our turn being this seed that has to die 
So if you're you you want to get to a place and you want to know what your purpose is, you have to die first. You have to die. You know, this is a seed. This is if you think about a seed, there's so much in a seed. There's so much DNA. There's so much purpose. There's so much promise in a seed that it it, it has so much that it needs to come out of it that it has to be buried. A seed isn't much if it's not buried. A seed isn't much if it doesn't die. All right. So, you know, uh, we will all have to die in order for our purposes to sprout. Die to old ways, habits, relationships, die to our plans and how we think life should go and what we think we deserve. And we have to die to our desires. In a nutshell, we have to die to our own flesh. All right. Some things may be good to have and good to desire. But like I kind of explained before, if you guys watched the last live, that doesn't mean that it's in God's will. It could be good. It, it, it could possibly not hurt anyone, do any damage physically. But spiritually, it is because you're not stepping into what God has for you. You're not stepping into the will of God. And what is in the will of God will cause deliverance, healing, and breakthrough for others. Amen. Good deeds are good. But really, what are they doing? You know, will, will it unveil the plan of God that he has you know, orchestrated since the, the end of the earth, <laughs> you know, since the beginning, because the end is, you know, he knows the end before the beginning, but, you know, so it's all about his will. It, it's not a way of whether it's good or bad, or if it's just, you know, it's, hey, every good idea is not a God idea. Um, In a nutshell, we have to die to our own flesh. This may offend others. Because they may be the ones that have to go into the burial ground. Uh, sometimes your growth, you know who is not going to be, who is not uh, going to fit any longer, you know, as you grow, as you evolve. Nobody wants to lose people. No one wants to end uh, friendships. No one wants anything to shift that you hold so dear. No, nobody wants that. Who, who wants that? Who who wants that? <laughs> somebody that was with you, you know, in the trenches, somebody that, you know, you clung to. Who who wants that? But sometimes your change will offend people. And, you know, and then you know that they're the ones that has to be buried, you know, along with things that have to die, along with your flesh that has to die. There are some friends that need to not physically. I ain't wish death on nobody, but <laughs> that has to end. The, the relationship has to be cut in your life. And a lot of times if you don't do it, God is going to do it. I've witnessed it a couple of times in my life. If I don't do it, God's going to do it. Hey, he wants something done so bad in your life. And he know that you're willing, that your spirit is willing and your flesh is weak. He going to do it. He's going to do it. And that's um, not all the time. Sometimes your strength comes from making these choices. Um, you become stronger when you make these choices, uh, being obedient to the spirit. Um, some may even know their time of access to you is coming up and will do anything that they can to sabotage. 
Do you know that sometimes people can sense what's going on before you do? They sense a, they sense a shift. They sense you changing. They sense you uh, going to a place and then here it comes. You know, they know their time of having access to you is up. So here they come sabotaging, you know, dragging you to old places, dragging you to, you know, old hangout places, going to parties, you know, that, that you know you're not supposed to be in. That's fine going to party, you know, socializing and stuff like that. But you know that you have a weakness for what's there. You know, you know, you have a issue with drinking. You know, you have an issue with uh, drugs. You know, you have an issue with men, with choosing men. And you and they and they pull you there strategically because they know Well, what they see you going up. They see you doing something. And then it's like, oh, wait, wait. Well, who do you think you are? You're not leaving me, you know, just because they haven't entered into that mode of transformation yet. And I'll get to that. I'm saying yet because I decree and declare, you know, that that whoever feels like uh, you're not going to ever get to that place of evolution and evolving, you will get there. All right. Uh, we have to be careful and watchful when the traps and sabotages come. This is where the discernment comes in. I want you guys to really um, this maybe could even be homework for this week since this is Emotion Monday. Uh, take a minute to sit back and just really kind of watch and evaluate your friendships. If you're trying to get deeper in Christ and uh, finding your purpose, just just really kind of evaluate how your friends and whoever is around you, how they help you. Because as you're transitioning and as you're evolving, these friendships, these relationships around you should be evolving you should be helping you evolve they shouldn't be content with you staying where you are they shouldn't be adding these uh traps you know to your process and you have to know that they're traps you have to discern that and make the decision uh when it feels like you are making progress in your prayer life your study life and your pursuit of holiness it could get uncomfortable for a while because you are transforming into a new creature. I'm just here to let you guys know when you're making the conscious choice to, you know, become a uh, different to evolve, you're going to be uncomfortable. It's, it's going to get real tight. It's going to get real uncomfortable. You, you're going to feel like you're not yourself. Um, You're going to feel like, well, oh God, is this, is you doing this? Is you doing this? Or is this me just wanting to do? No. That to me, that's a good good sign if you're you're uncomfortable, but you're peaceful at the same time. It's weird. You you have to experience it and you have to feel it. You have peace, but it's uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar. It's not what you're used to doing. Be careful being feel, going by your comfort level with what's familiar. You know, don't don't use that as a gauge to what's comfortable because, oh, this feels familiar. No, God wants to do a new thing. All right. He wants to transform you into a new creature like the butterfly. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that I will kind of put and paste the butterfly in certain places because I feel like that's where God has me right now. I've come out of the cocoon. I'm this butterfly that flitters around. 
<laughs> showing off these beautiful colors, showing off the glory of God. And, you know, it was a rough process. You know, it took me a, a, a long time to evolve into this butterfly. Um, so in any ways, how surreal is that process of becoming the butterfly? I don't know if you ever guys have ever looked at the process of becoming this caterpillar, this weird thing into this beautiful butterfly. It, it don't even look the same. Uh, you were once this caterpillar limited to one way of movement. Yeah, I love butterflies too. Beautiful, beautiful creatures. <laughs> um, so, you know, you think about it, that, that process of the caterpillar to the butterfly. You were once this caterpillar limited to one way of movement. Think about you not evolving and how you felt before you decided that you wanted something different, that you wanted change. If you really think about it, you were limited to only one way of movement. Think about it. Look at the caterpillar. Where can it go? It can only crawl and wherever its legs can attach to. You know, um, it's limited to the ground and only things that it can attach its little legs to. That's the limitation of the caterpillar. You really can't go nowhere. All right. And now you have to go into this cocoon because you realize I'm limited in my movement. And I know God wants me to do something else with my life. And but I have to be closed off for a season. That's the cocoon. You have to be closed off for a season. And it's not, like I said, um, that isolation. I don't like using isolation. I just like, you know, redefining, re reaffirming, you know, where you are in God. You know, we all need that space. Somebody tell you you don't need that space, they, they're lying. You need that space. Um, you do need people maybe to help you if you're not sure. Uh, that can help you and guide you. But other than that, if you're led by the Holy Spirit, if you have the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit guide you. Um, so now you have to go into this cocoon, this dark place, this place where you're wrapped up. You're you're kind of feel like you're squeezed, you're bound, you're, you know, you you really can't move. You can't even make the limited movements that you were making. And now you wrapped up and you can't move at all. You feel like you can't move at all, but it's for your good. That's what it feel like. And I believe that's where a lot of you are at. You are in this cocoon stage where I once had limited movement, but now I can't move at all. Now I feel squeezed in. I feel crunched in. And it's the plan of God. You know, that cocoon stage is needed for the butterfly to evolve. Without the cocoon stage, the butterfly will not become what it's supposed to be. All right. I can go so much into the cocoon. It's a lonely place. It's a lonely place. Your friends don't know what's going on. Your family, you know, don't, don't know really pretty much what's going on. They don't know where you're at. They can't see you. Um. You're just in this place. You don't know what's going on. God's talking to you in this cocoon stage. Uh, so you're pretty much closing yourself off from the world in order to transform. Think of it that way. Out of this comes transformation. Period. 
<laughs> when the process is done, you are this beautiful butterfly and the sky becomes the limit. So look at this, y'all. You come from a caterpillar having limited movement to now being this butterfly where the sky is the limit. You can move, you can go, you can go from tree to tree. You can, I mean, just show off. You know, I call the colors of the butterfly, the glory of God, the light. You can show off how God has made you, where you came from. You don't even look like what you've been through. Isn't that beautiful? You don't even look like what you've been through. There are more places for you to go and more places for you to show off the beauty, the light that God gives you. I believe so much that is that is the reason of the butterfly to remind us that even God places glory on the butterfly so that it can glorify him and that he can transform you into something that is unrecognizable. You won't look like your past. Isn't that an incentive to going into your growth? Isn't that an incentive to be able to withstand the opinions of people that you won't look like what you've been through that you will be strong because you don't hey at this point i'm tr i want transformation i want god more than anything i don't care <laughs> you know what people are saying the scripture states in second corinthians 5 17 this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So, you know, I feel like looking at the butterfly, I'm telling you, nature will sometimes preach the word better than anyone ever can if you choose to listen. Listen, I learn a lot looking at nature. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm coming with this butterfly with this transformation this is the only one i mean i'm pretty sure there's other bugs and creatures out there but this is the only thing that i can observe and that can relate to what god wants to do with us you know uh and we see we everybody never nobody ever calls a butterfly ugly butterflies are beautiful look at the colors and they're all different colors all butterflies are not the same color so you have your uniqueness you know, and I believe there's even different butterflies for different regions. So you have your own territory. I can go deep into that, but I'm not going to go so far. <laughs> I'm telling you, nature will sometimes preach the word better than anyone ever can if you choose to listen. Uh, some of you may be in a cocoon and people are offended. They can't see exactly what is going on, but they know something is abreast. Has anyone ever been there? You know, where it's just, you know, people just ask, what's wrong with you? What's going on? Why you haven't been here? Why you haven't been there? And and you really kind of, but no, it's just that you, you just don't take it personal. It's a thing between you and God. You know, um, they may feel left out. They may feel that you are becoming too different to relate anymore. Don't fall into them traps, y'all. Where people just say you become too weird or you become too, I can't relate to you to you anymore. Um, you're you're at this level where I can't I can't even have a conversation with you. Um, 
You just have to let God do what he does. All right. Uh, they also don't understand that growth and evolution is inevitable as you are in Christ. If you are in Christ, you can't just sit and be in Christ and don't expect you to not evolve. You're going to evolve. It's inevitable. And the only reason that you feel like um, it uh, that you may not evolve. Oh, hi, Judy. <laughs> um, the only reason where you feel like that you may not evolve is because of your choice. God gives us free will. But that that that's going to I don't understand how people can. Um, and I mean, like I said, with me. And I'm only talking for myself. God can only just like hit my wrist or give me a, a smack. One smack is all it takes for me to obey God. But for some, we make it hard because we don't let him do the changes in us that is required for your purpose. I want to know my purpose. I'm looking for my purpose. But you won't let God change you. You won't let God evolve you so that you can fit into the purpose. You can't do that purpose being who you are. Let him change your mind. Let him give you emotional, healthy habits. <laughs> let him heal you emotionally. Let him heal you from past things that have been torturing you. Let him heal you from trauma. It is inevitable. As long as you are in Christ, I didn't say step away, but as long as you are in Christ, that evolution is inevitable. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, as you are in Christ, those that are in Christ face these growing pains more so than others. Listen, if y'all look at, you know, Jesus and, and what he had went through, he went through a lot, you know, and in those three years of ministry, you know, the three short years that he was, you know, just just in ministry, he went through a lot. You know, if you are in Christ, that's why, you know, how they talk about in the songs. Uh, I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. I'm a I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. That's what it feels like. It feels like you are in a fight of your life obeying God and letting him evolve you because at the same time you are you are battling you know just with carnal things because if you are uh changing and being more spiritual you still live in a carnal world and you know and there are carnal Christians as well you fight them Jesus fought you know with those that said that they were in God he was fighting them and they killed them. You know, the ones that said, I'm in God. You know, we want to honor God. We do these sacrifices and everything for God. And they were the ones that killed them. He was fighting them more than the world. So let's take that <laughs> into consideration. Um, you know, we get it hard. Um, those aren't Christ's face. These growing pains more so than others. Christ is our template as Christians, and he has often offended many pursuing and walking into his ministry. Jesus was uh, offending. He was offending the folks. <laughs> he was offending the religious leaders. He was offended. They were offended. They took it personal. 
that that he when he came to do the will of God, that he came being the Messiah, he came being the deliverer, the the you know, he was just plainly walking into what God wants him to do, and hey, he offended. All right. I am reminded in the Bible when Jesus was at the age of 12 and his family were looking for him after a festival, after traveling some miles to find that Jesus was not with them. They later found him and he told them in Luke 2, 49, why did you seek me? Did you know that I must be about my father's business? Listen, why did you seek me? Did you know that I must be about my father's business? Even those that know God, that care for you and are common with you may grow offended. And sometimes you may have to remind some that you are about your father's business as you evolve. Sometimes you got to be, you know, a little, you got to be vocal sometimes. Um, but yet even those close, like, you know, his mother and his father, they were looking for him and didn't, you know, forgot what was prophesied over him. Forgot what the plans that God had for him. And he was 12. So they looked at him in a, uh, you know, earthly way, you know, at that point. Um, Even those. Okay. So I can go on and on regarding transition, the pains that come with it. Everyone won't be pleased. Everyone won't understand. And it can get lonely. I said that before. It can get lonely in a cocoon. You pray that no one takes it personal, but sometimes you have to just be vocal about it. After being vocal, those that are meant for your life should understand and respect your process. And that's how you know it's another indicator that uh, people or friends or whoever is supposed to be in your life, um, they will, they may not totally understand, but they will respect your process. They will put some respect on it. All right. They won't uh you know pretty much kind of try to pull you their way they will respect your process and some may understand and respect your process so for those that may be offended with others growth i want to drop these few things that someone evolving may be encountering and even what the caterpillar in a cocoon wishes he could tell his other caterpillar friends <laughs> that are not there yet. I said this earlier. I decree and declare that you are preparing for what is inevitable. For those that may be seeing other people grow or evolving, you know, I pray that you are preparing for what is inevitable for you. I'm praying that as you are in Christ, that you are preparing for your evolution. You are preparing for your change. You are preparing for you, your turn to come into this cocoon and turn into this butterfly so that you can glorify God with what the, the light that he's put on you. You know, I, I think that if, like I said, if you are in Christ, this process is an inevitable. Don't take it personal. You know, this is, and, and this is what, you know, I'm giving to those that may be offended with others growth. Uh, don't take it personal. They are in their prayer closet. Don't take it personal. They are about their father's business. Don't take it personal. They are trying to learn from past mistakes. Don't take it personal. They are gaining strength. 
Don't take it personal. They are healing. Don't take it personal. They are growing confident in the things of God. Don't take it personal. They are learning to love themselves. A lot of us, um, God wants you to love yourself, you know, more so that you can see what he's doing in you. If you, if, if the person that is the, the God that is love is trying to show you something, you have to love what he has created. You have to love who you are. You have to love how he has made you. You're not loving yourself. It's like telling the potter, telling the father, he made a mistake. You don't, you don't, you didn't make me right. You didn't mold me right. You used the wrong clay. Because <laughs> I don't look like these other vases. I don't look like these other, you know, uh, sculpture. You, you, you did something wrong. Uh, don't take it personal. They are getting their houses in order. Don't take it personal. They are preparing to make room for purpose. Don't take it personal. They are growing. Don't take it personal. They are evolving. You know, this is why you don't, you know, um, don't take it personal when someone has is being in this space with God. Because most of the time, this is what's going on here. They're going through their own trials. They're going through their own hangups, their own uh, things, their own demons that has been haunting them for such a long time. And we just have to let God do his work. You know, we can't put our hand in everything. We got to let God do his work and his people. Uh, for those that are scared of the repercussions of your growth and the people that may leave you and the things that you be, may be left out of, let me read it again. For those that are scared of the repercussions of your growth and the people that may leave you and the things you may be left out of, God commands you to grow. That's pretty much the word. For what I want to say, for those that are watching the replay there, those that are watching live, that those that are watching, but I don't see the, the number up, but you're watching. God commands you to grow. This is a commandment. If you love me, you will follow my commandments. God is commanding for his people to grow. We can't be afraid of growing anymore because of what people are saying. You have to grow. Go ahead and grow. Go ahead and grow. For those that are listening to what I'm saying now, go ahead and grow. God is telling you, go ahead and grow. He's commanding you to grow. Allow God to make room for your purpose. You have no idea what it looks like as you're growing. You have no idea what it looks like. You just know that you're growing. You don't know what you're going to grow into. And, and I, ooh, I just feel it. Just go ahead and grow. Don't worry about what you're turning into. Let God be responsible for that. You have no idea how prepared you have to be. Go into the cocoon. Go into that place where God is ordering you to go in him. 
You have no idea what preparation is waiting for you in that cocoon. You have not, nobody knows what goes on in that cocoon, but the, the caterpillar that goes in there. He's not even around. The caterpillar isn't even around anymore. When he turns into a butterfly, he's gone. He don't go back and tell the caterpillar. This is what I had to go through. This is what happened in the cocoon. You have to experience it for yourself. Nobody's going to tell you. Nobody's going to tell you. You have to go through it yourself. And you can't be afraid of what somebody says about that process. You can't be afraid. You can't be afraid to grow. Go ahead and grow. Go ahead and grow. God is commanding you to grow. Let him do it. Let him have control of your growth. God is the, 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 the super grow. You know how when you put the plants, you put the little food in there. If you're trying to get to purpose and chase after purpose, God is that super grow, that food <laughs> that feeds you in order for you to grow and to get strength. God is responsible for that. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Stop waiting for growth to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable. Why do we wait to be comfortable? Why do we wait for God to ease up on us? We need that pressure. That's where the oil comes from. We need that pressure. We need it. That oil got comes from oppressing. That's where the oil comes from. We got to let him press us. We got to be okay being uncomfortable. All right. Whew. There may be some that are convinced and decided on, and there may be some that are convinced and decided on misunderstanding you. And there is nothing you can say to make them understand grow anyways. You got to come to a resolve in your life where people's opinion on what they got to say with your growth, it doesn't matter. You can't let people dictate how you should grow. You grow according to the blueprint of God and the timing of God. And sometimes we spend too much time convincing people that are, con con I mean, really decided on misunderstanding you anyways. Trying to convince them of what's going on. And, and trying to, you know, they are just truly set on misunderstanding you. Grow anyways. That can stunt your growth when we're trying to, to still fit in over here. And that stunts our growth. Because we're trying to fit in where we don't fit. We're supposed to grow. Sometimes we're too big for a space. We got to grow. We all grow in a space. And you can't let people, you know, if somebody is not happy with how you're growing, then hey, go ahead and grow. Go ahead and grow. 
go ahead and grow. I pray that this blog encouraged someone. I pray that it broke through some ice and hard places in your heart. For those headed for the cocoon, don't worry about what is indeed God's job to handle. For those that have yet to enter into that phase, don't take it personal if who you are close to goes through the process of becoming a butterfly before you. I'll read that again. For those that have yet to enter into that phase, don't take it personal if who you are close to comes through the process of becoming a butterfly before you. Remember, it's inevitable. Have patience and prepare. All right. So that is the uh, end of the blog. But like I said, you know, when you're in Christ, the change is inevitable. When you're in Christ, the, the evolution is inevitable. He's not going to let you sit there and proclaim his name and call his name out. And then there's no change. Uh, you can't be offended. You know, don't take it personal. When people don't understand your growth either. Don't take it personal. Because at the end of the day, like I said in the beginning. It's going to be you and God. At the end. It's not going to be you and your friends, you and your pastor, you is this going to be you. You going to have to answer all of those questions. That he has before you. Why you didn't do this. Why you did that. All these pictures and everything is going to flash in front of your face. And who are you going to say because such such didn't agree with it. Because this person, you know, it's not an excuse. He, the cocoon is only room for one. That development process is only room for one. And nobody knows what goes on in that cocoon but you. And God. And I believe some of you are trying to fight it. Fight being in there. It's only for a season. Let's take that in consideration. It's only for a season. It's not for a lifetime. But we're scared. We're scared to go in there. And I just, like I said, I just felt so strongly to just say this. Because some of you are scared to grow. You're stagnant. You go into church and, and covering it up with shouting and dancing and no transformation. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you sitting in the pew and ain't sitting in God's face, something wrong with that. You can't be present in the house of God and not be present. And that's why sometimes I believe that's why the season had come upon us. Uh, with this pandemic and 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 limited not being in church because God, uh, uh, you 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 believe that the temple that I reside just here, I reside where you are. I re your your the temple that I reside in is is in you. It's in you, and if you know that, you will steward that better. And it's available, you, available for you to grow. Like I said, the word, if you guys have any takeaway that I said on tonight, go ahead and grow. Go ahead and grow. Grow anyways. Besides what they're saying, 
besides, you know, just, 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 uh, the nonsense, go ahead and grow. You know what God told you to do in that cocoon, in that space. I have gotten the most, and I'm being transparent, I've gotten the most breakthrough in my spirituality within this last year of the pandemic. I have gotten breakthrough. Breakthrough. In this last year, just effortly choosing to want to evolve. I was tired of having limited movement like the caterpillar. I was tired of being limited. Then I, I felt myself being in this cocoon and I just felt just so tight and, and I felt like it was time for me to just, just fly, just to go. And I'm here. I'm here now. I can fly. I can, you know, go and, 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 and give glory to God wherever I can go, wherever I can go. God wants you to have that same freedom. He wants you to grow, grow. A lot of you, some of them friends that you're with, they had, they needed to go years ago. I don't even know who's on here watching. They needed to go. So the easiest way to get that, to, to let God to get, get that together is to grow. Let God do the housekeeping. Let God, and I'm purely speaking out of the spirit of God right now. Let God do the housekeeping in some of you guys' lives. All right? He want a clean house. Some of your friends have been stunting your growth for a long time now. And it's time out for that. You know what you're supposed to do. You know what you're supposed to do but you're too afraid of what they will say, of how they will take it. You can't be afraid of that anymore. If you got to walk this thing alone, do it. Do it. Your purpose weighs so much. It's more valuable. It's so much more valuable than a friendship. It's more valuable. It's, it's, it's just, you know, the reason why you're here, you, the reason why you're here is not for your friends. It's not for your family. It's not for whoever you're connected with. It's not for them. It's for him. We serve an audience of one, and that is Jesus Christ. Do everything for his attention. Everything for his purpose. You don't want to get years from now and be mad that you did, weren't obedient something because of your friends or whoever. And they go on, you know, living their life and best life. And then here you are stuck because you sacrificed yourself and your transformation for them. I don't know who this is for. I don't know who this is for. I'm talking to somebody because I keep, I keep, I don't know. Some of you, these, these friendships have be, have made you bound. These friendships have made you bound. 
in your changing it's like they're 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 holding you back from evolving because they're not ready to evolve yet their time is coming and then watch then they'll go off and decide that they want to move forward and then here you are wondering what happened because you didn't want to offend them no ma'am and no sir <laughs> All right, so that's, I, I think I'm done. <laughs> so I pray that this blessed you. Um, you can read the blog. I'm going to put this up, up as a, a podcast. And as soon as I get off of here, if I don't get it done, it ain't going to get done. But uh, <laughs> yes, inventory check of relationships. You got to do an inventory. You got to do an inventory. God, and um, just one more thing, and then I'm going to go. Um, these relationships are important in this season. These, there are some relationships that are designed to push you and to propel, propel you into another dimension, onto another level, onto that next level that is needed. Like these relationships are just so designed in such a way, uh, in this season intertwined into, uh, you know your purpose in such a way and we have to be discerning to know that you know when these relationships come into into our our, our area you know they're not going to look like and they're not going to talk like what we're used to you have to discern what's coming some of you guys has called you to be out of the box with a lot of things but like i said we, we don't want to offend nobody because it doesn't look like what's been done because I know I'm called to to be uh, a pioneer in what way. God just keeps on saying that. But, you know, I don't know in what way. I know I'm called to the creatives. And, and this word is so for the creatives. You know, because if, when you grow, you'll flow. All right? Creatives, as you grow, you will flow. You're going to be open to God giving you these different ideas. And you have to be in this place of freedom for God to give you what hasn't been seen before. What hasn't been done before. It's not going to look like anybody else's. It's not going to feel like anybody else's because, because it, it's just what's needed right now. Everything's changing. I'm sorry. I keep messing with my shirt. Um. But yeah, this word is for the creatives. I think they're experiencing more of the, the weight of hearing people, you know, talk and, and and what's not traditional and, you know, but God is calling for the creatives to, to, to come up on another level in this season. But he want to talk to you. He want to get you to a place. Yep. As you grow, you will flow. God had gave me that earlier. He's like, as you grow, you're going to flow. You're going to find out how effort, and I keep doing my hand like this, how effortlessly you will flow in your gift. It's like you'll get this anointing to, to write and you'll get done in like a week. <laughs> as you're growing, you know, your, your hearing will grow, you know, and 
the 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 you know your eyes the scales will be off of your eyes and you're able to see differently god wants to do that right now but you have to grow you have to make the choice and decision to grow go ahead and grow you're going to be talked about people are not going to understand don't waste time trying to help people understand you know if god wants to reveal it to them he'll do it all right <laughs> if not Oh, well, you know, it's, it's up to you to do what God has uh, planned for you. So thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, let me see. Let me do my little uh, disclaimers. I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at the PFME. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's at Relinda C. McCoy. Um, some people may have questions or, you know, anything you can uh, contact me, Relinda McCoy, at thepfme.com. Also, I'm recording, and this will be on my podcast, which is available on most platforms. It was too many to put on here. Some of the stuff has popped up. I didn't even know. <laughs> Somebody found me on something I didn't even know I had. But um, you can contact me there. And then also, um, you guys, uh, you guys may not know, I'm TikTok. I, those videos are so fun to make, you know, uh, and I have a theme where it's uh, sonnets and bonnets. You know, I'm trying to get brave enough to say my poetry. <laughs> I am a poet. I do write poetry. It's just, it'd be so personal. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get it together. But um, sonnets and bonnets, or then I have my hashtag bonnet chronicles, which I give like maybe under a minute inspiration in my bonnet. <laughs> you know, you got to have like a gimmick with TikTok, but I, I enjoy TikTok. I enjoy doing the TikToks and I've been getting, you know, some good support and feedback <laughs> that I didn't expect from TikTok. So you guys come visit me on TikTok. Um, the name is Relinda C. McCoy. Um, and you'll see my uh, sonnets and bonnets there because that's my silly side, y'all. If y'all want to know the other side, I'm very silly and goofy. All right, so I thank you guys for tuning in. Leave comments, share if you think someone needs to listen to this. And I will see you guys on next week and, or catch you with my videos that I usually put up sometime. All right, so you guys have a good day. Bye-bye.